Life is difficult. We aren't emotionally hardwired to be able to deal with every situation that comes our way. Life is happening to us at a rapid pace, and some of us are struggling to keep up, to understand, and to adapt. It's a struggle that can leave us feeling helpless, hopeless, and broken. The weight of the question, why did this happen to me, kept me on the ground for years. I needed an answer, an answer that would provide a rational explanation to my traumatic experience, one that would essentially fix me. And so I began looking. I thought a therapist could cure me, and so I visited his office promptly every week, desperate to hear a perspective that made sense. One that would calm my nerves, dry up my tears, and settle my fast-beating heart. He dug into his savior handbook and pulled out some tools, coping mechanisms, that would help me with my anxiety-filled episodes. While jogging five laps around a field, I developed these tips that allowed me to push through the struggle. The struggle of the jog, and more importantly, the struggle to overcome my trauma. These are the five lessons I learned about life from jogging. Hello, good people. My name is Crystal Dixon, and this is my podcast, Life of Service. In this podcast, I talk about my experiences working as a development practitioner in the U.S. Peace Corps and how I've transitioned into the tech industry. I'll tell crazy stories, give advice about managing projects and other things in life, and talk about my newfound love for AI and machine learning. This will be a weekly podcast, and you can get more updates on my Instagram page, at KSVRD. In this episode, I'll talk about my recent Medium article, The Five Life Lessons I Learned from Jogging. I started out this episode by rereading the introduction, and honestly, I felt a little bit nervous rereading it and actually talking or, or hinting at certain things that I did in the article. It's the first time I've ever written something like that, like something so transparent, but like not giving away too much clues at the same time. It's actually kind of terrifying. The five life lessons I learned from jogging. I developed these five life lessons one day when I was jogging around a field. And it wasn't the first time that I jogged, but I was still a beginner at the time. And I don't know why, but at that point I started to remember like some of the recurring things that happened in the times before that I've jogged. And I decided to jot them down in my mind so that they could help me to to finish out the race. So the first thing that I told myself while I was jogging was to pace yourself. Because I realized that I was jogging really, really fast because obviously I was trying to like get the get the laps over with and I just wanted to get finished with the exercise. And so I started going really, really fast, but I realized that Like, there's no way that I can maintain this space throughout the entire exercise. And I thought about times before when I would jog, particularly when I was jogging with a group. And I think that was like the first time I had done it in a while, too. And I tried so hard to keep up. Like, it was a group of friends, and we were like jogging along this neighborhood path. And um, I was like trying so hard to keep up with them and 
and to just like maintain the course. I didn't want to fall out early. I didn't want to show that I wasn't fit enough to, to be here with you guys. And I decided like obviously I couldn't keep up so I had to like naturally I drifted back. But I realized that I did it again in this exercise where I was just trying to rush through. I wasn't pacing myself and I wasn't going at a comfortable speed. And um, that was one of like the core principles that I learned that I needed to that I needed to hold on to every time that I went jogging. I needed to pace myself because if I didn't pace myself, I knew that I wouldn't make it to the end. And wow, what a lesson for life. At the time, I'm thinking to myself, like, that's really what life is about. Everything that happened in life was kind of forcing us to do that, to pace ourselves because can't rush through this thing i mean we don't really have a choice anyway you know every time when we try to go really fast we try to skip a step we end up like getting set back in some way or another and so life always forces us to pace ourselves sometimes if we don't learn the lesson then we end up repeating this thing over and over and over where we're constantly being set back constantly being like bumping into things around us because we haven't like truly learned yet that we need to take our time and to take things in like taking the environment you know accept yourself from for who you are now and stop trying to change yourself all the time of course you should you should self-improve but don't get too obsessed in the self-improvement thing you know enjoy who you are observe who you are love who you are you know and in that process of of patience and practicing um the values and the behaviors that you want over time like you just become it you know there's nothing that you can really do to force yourself into change but you do become change when you diligently take your time every day the second life lesson is at first it will burn man this is something that i i mean anyone that has ever jogged knows this to be a thing Right when you first start jogging, there's a period of time where it's just like you just start getting hot, and everything just feels tight. Like even if you warmed up before, still feeling a little tight, and you know, like it's there's just like an initial rush period, and then you'll go and go and go, and your muscles will tighten up on you until they finally just release. It happens every single time. But the more that I continued jogging, like the less intense that first period of burn was or is. And that's life right there. I wrote this in the article where my grandmother told me when I first got to college and my mom had dropped me off and she had left and I started like packing out some of my things and I sat in the dorm and just bawled. I was not happy at all. The dorm was too small. I was there by myself. All my friends were in the freshman dorms, which was on the other side of the campus. And I was just not trying to be there right now. I wasn't happy. And so I just started crying. And then I picked up the phone and I called my grandmother, which is something that I don't usually do. I talk to her when I talk to her, but I don't pick up the phone and call her to talk. And then I was just talking to her about like how like I just moved into college and I didn't really say much I wasn't saying how sad I was or anything but I think she definitely sensed it in my voice and she was just like oh don't worry yourself don't worry yourself 
the first part of life always hard. Translation, the first part of life is always hard. That stuck with me ever since that day. Like, I remember that. And everything that I struggle with in life, I remember that. Um, I'm only 24 years old. I'm still young. And I don't know anything yet. I've gone through a lot of experiences and a lot of things that allowed me to just expand and grow and evolve. But at the same time, I'm still 24. I'm still a baby. I'm still figuring it out, you know. I'm still in the first quarter of my life. And that's okay. I'm not going to have everything figured out. And when I think back on the lesson of at first it'll burn, like, that's that's just really what it is. Like, we have some growing pains that we have to get through. There's a lot of things that we have absorbed in our childhood that when we step into adulthood that we have to slowly let go of and, you know, reframe and recontext and pick through the things that make sense for us and how we see the world. And, and we have to allow ourselves to let go of the things that we no longer need and to keep going with the things that we do need. And it's a process of figuring it out. So, like, the first part of life always hard. And at first it'll burn. And I remind myself of that often. Lesson three, there will be bumps in the road. While I was jogging on that path, developing these these five things that'll help me get through the jog, um, there was like this big branch. And I remember like I didn't really I, w- I don't always look down when I'm running. So I almost stepped on it and I had to like quickly jump over. And then like I kept on running halfway around the lap and I thought to myself, there'll be bumps in the road. There will always be something that you have to tackle. We don't have a shortage of problems in this world and that's just what it is. As I kept on jogging, I ended up like slightly landing on my ankle the wrong way and it hurt for a little bit. I kept jogging. It it didn't it wasn't that painful to where I had to stop. But like those are the things that happen. Those are the risks that you expose yourself to while you're jogging. And the same thing with life. As long as you're alive, like you're exposing yourself to issues, to problems, and they'll keep coming. And I'm thinking back now to periods in my life where I've wondered, when is it that this struggle is going to end? You know, I don't want to live my life constantly struggling with everything that's happening around me. I want to live in peace. I don't want to be crying anymore. I don't want to be anxious filled anymore. Like, when is it going to end and what do I have to do? And just through a period of just being quiet, observing the things around me, observing the things within me, um, and doing more yoga and more meditation and just taking my time with life, like I realized that the problem is me and it has always been me. Yeah, things have happened around me that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I have a, a lot of excuses to be mad, to be anxious. But at the end of the day, I am the only one with the solution. The solution for my problem. I'm the only one that can fix it. And I learned that in order to change what was going on around me, I needed to change the way that I viewed them. Why is it that two people can go through one one event and have two completely different experiences? 
two persons can be at a concert and one could could have a great time have a great experience and the other could have hated it you know think about that think about the only difference in that situation is whatever's happening in the minds of each individual and so i needed to to work on my mind and to gain control of it so that it does what i want it to do so my emotions respond the way that i want it to and that's something that i had to learn to do to not see everything as like hopeless or helpless or this shouldn't happen and you know i focus on the fact that it is happening and what can i personally do sometimes there are times you can't do anything at all but still putting yourself in a responsible in responsible position to say okay what can i do right now with my level of capability and the resources that i have to address this problem and therefore the problem doesn't have to to feel traumatic you know or to feel stressful because you have control over yourself in the situation you know and even if it is a situation that you can't fix then you've acknowledged you can't fix it what are you stressing about why are you struggling then you can't fix it maybe you can call someone else to fix it and someone else to help you but you know we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we don't necessarily have to because the answer is literally within us and it's usually a matter of how we choose to look at it lesson number four is there will be a cruising point when you get past the burn and you've stumbled across a few bumps then you realize that you'll get to a point where you're just cruising like you've got through the hard point you've done you put in the work you've fought and you've struggled but you're here now and you'll get to a point where you're just cruising through your jog and you're good and it feels good and you're like whoa i didn't know i can do this yeah it happens every time where you just feel on top of the world because man you push through and now the more that you jog the longer that you're jogging and the less you feel tired the more you're able to control your breath and man you'll get to a cruising point such as life in life there are periods that we just cruise through because we've gotten past whatever challenge we had whatever problem we had we solved it and we put in the work and we were patient and we practiced and we did everything that we needed to to get past it and so we're here and so we're here and i think that's um that that can be a terrifying period for some people because a lot of times we become afraid again because we're like, whoa, things are going too good right now. Yeah, I acknowledge that they're good, but mm -mm. it's like that's when the doubt starts to enter our minds and we're thinking mm -mm, things are too good to be true. Something bad is going to happen next. And we forget to just enjoy that cruising period in our life. Like we've gone through the struggle. We've already struggled. You know, once you get to a point where you're sailing, don't let negativity enter your mind. Don't let it get to you. Just enjoy it. We know that problems will come, so don't rush it. You know, just don't rush it. Enjoy the cruise. Enjoy the breeze. 
and in those periods we need to express the utmost gratitude because there's a lot of people that are still stuck or they have yet to complete their process or they lost their lives due to their struggle but yet you made it through you're at the cruising point of your life and you definitely definitely have to express gratitude and just acknowledge that you have done something miraculous you've done something miraculous it's no small feat this life it's no small feat and it doesn't even matter like what you have around you i've learned that everything is perspective you know so even if you grow up with great abundance around you if you haven't learned to conquer your insides to conquer your emotions and your mind then you can face an even greater struggle than people with less resources you know it's all perspective it's all your mind the home stretch is where you know that you're about one or two laps or however much meters away from your goal and you're almost there and then you start to think to yourself can I really make it to the end like I've been going this long I'm really really tired you know that's when like all the things in your mind start to weigh on you and you think whether or not you'll make it to the end and then you think about moving up your your goal point a few meters up because you're like oh, I don't know if I can make it all the way and the home stretch is where you feel like you need to give up because you've done enough and you don't know if your body can do anymore and it's a really really critical point in our lives because a lot of times like we go through all this work to do something and then things start to look bleak you know we start to feel the burn again a little bit we question whether or not we can make it to the end. But I'm here to remind you that you are in the home stretch and you're almost there and you just need to keep pushing through and that it's not a time to lag behind. It's not a time to drag your feet. It's actually a time to exert more energy, to celebrate what you have done, what you've been through. Think about when you celebrate like your graduation from college or from high school. That is you like crossing the finish line but your senior year is that home stretch period it's when they say that kids tend to fall behind and do worse in their classes because they think because they're just tired of putting in work or they think that they're already there they don't need to put in enough effort anymore like it happens and you hear teachers and administrators talk about it that is the home stretch and that's a, that is a critical period because if you don't continue the effort that you've been putting putting forth throughout the entire exercise then you'll fall all the way back like all the effort that you put forth almost goes to waste the home stretch is just a period that reminds you to just go ahead like to keep going that you're almost there you're almost there don't give up don't give up thank you guys for tuning into this episode i really really hope that you have enjoyed this podcast about the five lessons i learned while jogging go ahead and check out this article on medium you can search for me at crystal dixon a link will be somewhere in the description i appreciate you guys so much for tuning in to my very first episode 
You guys are amazing. Please feel free to leave a voice message if you have anything that you need to add. If you have any questions for me, all my contact information is on my social media. So follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Thanks, y'all.